Hello, and thank you for tuning into Bible Study. I hope you're having a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day here in Taos, New Mexico. I'm thankful to be home. We went on a trip for about a week. We went to the International House of Prayer in Kansas City, and what a powerful time it was to be together with the brethren. And I'm excited about this message today. I hope that it ministers to you. Before we get started, let's go ahead and pray. Father, we just come before you, and we thank you for who you are are. We glorify you. We bless you. We thank you that you are God that sits upon the throne. We thank you for what you're doing in this hour within the body as you are rebuilding us, restructuring us, causing us to place you at the very center of our lives, Father, that you are positioning us in this hour to worship you in spirit and truth. We can do nothing of ourselves, so we just invite your Holy Spirit to rule and reign, to speak, to open our eyes of our understanding, to you open our ears that we would receive what it is that you're speaking, that you would use my mouth to declare what you would speak, and that I would be your vessel for your spirit in this session. And we give you glory in Yeshua's mighty name. Amen. Again, thank you for tuning in. This one is titled Rebuilding. And today we are speaking about the rebuilding that is taking place in the spiritual realms within the body of Yeshua, the return to him in spirit and in truth where we desire after him like a bride that longs for her king, that he be the number one in our lives. We've seen things happen on this earth. We've seen COVID and things that have awakened the people, awakened the church, that you have done a shaking throughout the nation. I've seen authentic revival throughout the United States. Believers and people that are sold out, that are desiring to serve and to seek and return to God with their whole heart. We just went to a conference called Return at the House of Prayer in Kansas City, and it was so refreshing to be with so many firebrands and people that are sparked and excited and moving and being led of the Holy Spirit, praying and seeking His face, preparing their hearts for the return of Yeshua. And I'm just excited for all that God revealed to us, for the divine appointments that we had, and for the different words that were released. And I'm just thankful because we get encouraged when we're around other believers. Remember, Elijah had had the showdown with the prophets of Baal, and they were slain on Mount Carmel. And then he's being threatened by Jezebel. So he takes off and he's hiding in this cave. And that's when the Spirit of God speaks to him in the small, still voice. He was feeling alone. He was feeling like he was the only one out there. And God told him that he was not alone, that there was a remnant of people that have not bowed their knees to the gods of the world. I just was so refreshed in Kansas City at the House of Prayer to see the authentic hearts of people that are longing, desiring, living how as intercessor missionaries, a lot of what we've done here at the House of Prayer in Taos, New Mexico, is committed our lives, gave up our normal careers, committed our lives to be in prayer. And after a time and period of prayer and preparation in the Spirit, we were launched out on missions beginning May 14th. And I would say that finally we have 
finish that mission on September 23rd. And I'm excited for all that God has done. But I realize that the foundation of that is prayer, intercession, that as we pray and we're praying and standing for regions that it's plowing the ground, it's preparing the way, and then we might be launched out to go evangelize, to go spread the gospel, to go be used mightily. But prayer is very much the foundation of that. I'm so excited to see that God has just been doing that in Kansas City 24 hours a day, seven days a week for 23 years. And there's been so much birthed from that foundation because that is where we find our strength. In His presence is where we get fueled when we come to Him. That is where we get endued with the Holy Spirit. And we can do nothing of ourselves. We need the Spirit of God to speak, to correct, to train, to convict, to comfort. The Spirit of God that is alive, that is breathing for you, for me, that is moving upon this earth in this hour. I just give Him praise. You can read about that in Romans chapter 11, 2 through 6. It says, God has not rejected His chosen people whom He foreknew. Or do you not know that the scripture says, Elijah, also known as Aliyah in Hebrew, how he pleads with God against Israel. Lord, they have killed your prophets. They have torn down your altars. And I alone am left of the prophets and they are seeking my life. But what is God's response to him? I have kept for myself 7,000 men who have not bowed their knee to Baal. So too then at the present time, there has come to be a remnant, a small believing minority according to God's gracious choice. But if it is by grace, God's unmerited favor, it is no longer on the basis of works. Otherwise, grace is no longer grace. It would not be a gift, but a reward for works. And we spoke about that last time. We spoke about the grace of God. And it's not about our perfection. It's about his call. And he has called us and he will equip us. And it's by his grace that we can turn our hearts to him. It's by his grace that he calls us, that he desires communion, to come into his presence and to know him. It is his gracious choice, hallelujah, that we have received an unmerited favor, that he has chosen us to worship him, to love him, to pray, to praise him, to seek him. What a gift, what an inheritance. But it's not about our perfection or our works. It is an ultimate gift to be called to be chosen to worship God and he chooses you today. He chooses us. He says, step into my presence. I have made the way through my son that you can come, that you can worship me, that you can praise me, that you can know me intimately, that this is a gift that he has given, a gracious gift that he has given to us. And we go through times of upheaval. We go through times of restructuring. We go through times of transitions, but God's grace has chosen us. He has called us, his children, to seek him, to know him, to praise him, to worship him, to build his house. We read about in the book of Haggai when there was a remnant that had returned to Jerusalem after Babylonian captivity to rebuild and have revival, spiritual revival and awakening had taken place after 70 years of exile and they're called back to rebuild in the spirit, rebuild the temple of Jerusalem, move back to their home. 
country and a remnant returned. And after a while, they had gone through severe persecutions and oppositions, and they gave up the project. And that's what happens sometimes in our own lives, that we would be tempted in times of transition or in times of persecutions or difficulties to stop the project. But God is telling us and encouraging us, I believe in this season, continue to rebuild, continue to seek me, continue to stand in prayer and in worship, continue to stand in the midst of persecutions, persevere, run the race, continue what he has placed before us, though there's opposition, though people come against continue to build the house. Hallelujah. That's in Haggai chapter 2, 9. It says, the latter glory of this house will be greater than the former, says Yahweh of hosts. And in this place, I shall give the ultimate peace and prosperity, declares the Lord of hosts. So we see that there was a promise that was attached to the perseverance of continuing to build the Father's house, continuing to stand in prayer, stand in worship, stand in praise. Continue on no matter the persecution that comes, no matter if you're tired or if you're fatigued. We don't need to do it in our own strength. We do it by the strength and the power and the might of the Spirit of God so that we can persevere as a remnant gathering to continue to build in the natural, build in the Spirit, rebuilding God's way, desiring after Him authentically. And I'm not talking about building pedestals and platforms and more kingdoms of man. I'm talking about building the house God's way, not bowing to the idols of this world, building his way to seek him, to know him in spirit and in truth. And he said, my house shall be called a house of prayer. Hallelujah. Going back to the very center, which is God, that he sits upon the throne of our hearts and that we exist to worship him. We exist to love him. We exist to praise his holy name. I know that there's shakings that are coming to this earth and all that comes down that needs to come down. Burnings and cleansings and fires purify us, refine us, prepare us for what God has in store. In Proverbs 12, 7, we read that the wicked are overthrown by their evil and are no more, but the house of the consistently righteous will stand securely. You know the one that builds on a solid foundation, which is our God, will stand that house that is built upon him. Anything else, ulterior motives or anything like that comes down and God is positioning his body, positioning them on the firm foundation of who he is. And the other things are getting shaken and coming down, but our foundation is secure because it stands on his righteousness and it stands upon his son. It stands upon him. He alone is our rock and our strong tower and our foundation. We exist to worship him. We exist to love him. We exist to magnify and lift him up and to be in communion with him and in his presence as we pray for regions, as we pray for our cities, as we pray for our communities, as we worship him. That it's warfare in the spirit, that it's moving nations, that it's changing atmospheres, that it's shifting regions 
means for his kingdom and for his glory. So as we go through times of transition, it's important that we seek wisdom from the Holy Spirit of God, get a word from his scripture, get a word with wisdom and wise counselors that we would receive wise counsel. In Proverbs 13, 10, it says, wisdom opens your heart to receive wise counsel, but pride closes your ears to advice and gives birth only to quarrels and strife. So Father, we just pray that we would receive wise counsel. Be open to the wisdom of your spirit, not too proud and haughty to receive wise counsel. Thank you, Father, for there is wisdom in a multitude of wise counselors. There is agreement with two or three witnesses. So if you are in a time of transition, that I encourage you to get the wisdom from on high, from the spirit of God, and also to share that with other people that you may trust, wise counselors, and hear what they would speak into your life and how they would encourage you in different ways. Because we are not alone, like we see with Elijah, that we see that there is a remnant. There are those who have not turned their foot towards idolatry, that live to do the will of the Father and seek the Father, and that they have wise counsel. When we have fellowship and wise counsel with one another, then there is wisdom in that counsel. Hallelujah. And that we would receive wise counsel from those who have walked in maturity and you look at the fruit of their lives and you look and you see this is a wise counselor. Hallelujah. Amen. So I just praise him right now because anything that gets shaken, he is always going to produce greater glory. So as we go through transitions, he's positioning us for greater glory. As we go through transformations and shifts upon this earth, know that anything that comes down is going to be rebuilt his way for a greater glory. Just like we see with Haggai, that they return to rebuild. And as they were rebuilt, they put the project on halt for 16 years, but then they were stirred up by the prophet Haggai to continue the project that the glory of the latter temple was going to be greater than the former. So we know that anything that is being restructured in this hour is for a reason for greater glory. We're looking at the remnant that's returning to continue rebuilding. We're looking at the remnant that's existing today that is building in the spiritual realms. And then we're going to take a look at our great high priest, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus, who came to the earth. And what did he do on this earth? As we look at his life, it gives us direction because we're always praying, Father, I want to be more like your son. And what did that look like? As he walked on his earthly walk, it says in Hebrews chapter 5, 7 through 10, in the days of his earthly life, Yeshua offered up both specific petitions and urgent supplications for that which he needed with fervent crying and tears to the one who was always able to save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverent submission towards God, his sinlessness and his unfailing determination to do the Father's will. Although he was a son who had never been disobedient to the Father, he learned active 
special obedience through what he suffered and having been made perfect, uniquely equipped and prepared as savior and retaining his integrity amid opposition, he became the source of eternal salvation and eternal inheritance to all those who obey him. He being designated by God as high priest according to the order of Melchizedek. So we see this picture of Yeshua. We see that he walked in prayer. He walked in petitions. In fact, it says that he is the great intercessor that intercedes for us. How much more as his children while we intercede to the Father in supplication and in petitions to our God that we continue to seek his face in prayer and in supplication and in petitions, crying and tears to the one who is able to save us to the uttermost. And that's what our King did, our King Yeshua, the Son of God. How much more as his sons and daughters do we continue to pray and petition because that is our God. He saves us from death. And as we submit to him in obedience even in times of upheavals or transitions, we submit to the will of the Father that we would be made perfected in our weaknesses and submitting to him. His power is made perfect in our weaknesses and he equips us in those moments that we become as our great high priest. He was a king and priest. We are kings and priests of the kingdom of God to submit our hearts to the will of the Father, no matter what it is that we go through on this earth, we submit to his will, to his ways. What is he calling us to in this season? I believe he's calling us to persevere in prayer and in supplication as we see the days approaching to gather together, to continue to commune in his presence and to not lose hope thinking that we're alone, but that we are supported as he has graciously called his remnant in this hour to seek him fervently like never before. We see that the things of the earth, the wickedness, are coming down. Babylon falls. The things of the world are shifting like sand on the seashore. And those things are not stable, but our house is built upon a firm foundation. And that he is calling and waking up watchmen on the wall, intercessors, those who will stand as mighty battle axes in the spirit, as mighty arrows in the spirit that they would pray and intercede for regions, for people, for situations, for ministries, for the body of Yeshua. Babylon is falling and he's calling his intercessors mighty battle axes in the spirit. Remember Cyrus was the king that funded the project for the remnant to return to Jerusalem to rebuild the temple. Cyrus was the emperor that paid for it, that made the way that God anointed Cyrus to bring the people home. Hallelujah. I believe that spirit of Cyrus is in the nation right now that calls the people to return, the remnant to return, to rebuild in the spirit. And we read this in Jeremiah 51, 20 through 25. It says, you, Cyrus of Persia, soon to conquer Babylon, are my battle axe and weapon of war. For with you, I will shatter nations. With you, I will destroy kingdoms. With you, I will shatter 
shatter the horse and his rider with you. I will shatter the chariot and its driver with you. I will shatter man and woman with you. I will shatter old man and youth with you. I will shatter young man and virgin with you. I will shatter the shepherd and his flock with you. I will shatter the farmer and his yoke of oxen and with you. I will shatter governors and commanders and I will completely repay Babylon and all the people of Chaldea for their evil that they have done in Zion before your very eyes. I will do it, says the Lord. Behold, I am against you, O destroying mountain, conqueror of nations, who destroys the whole earth, declares the Lord. I will stretch out my hand against you and roll you down from the rugged cliffs and will make you a burnt mountain, extinct volcano. And this is a spiritual picture of taking down principalities of darkness and rulers in high places as a mighty battle axe in the spirit of intercession, a Cyrus that returns to rebuild, positioning the heart to return to God and his ways to prayer, worshiping him day and night, and an intercession that these are the things that take place as we pray, as battle axes, as weapons of war, shattering nations, destroying kingdoms that are not of him, high mountains that have exalted themselves to destroy the whole earth in wickedness, and they are coming down in the name of Yeshua, hallelujah, as we were led throughout the nation. We were called to strategic places to pray as mighty battle axes in the spirit. And we never know all that's taking place. We're praying to our Father in supplication and in prayer, but he knows exactly. He tells us what to pray, what scripture to pray. And it is a target, a battle axe in the spirit to remove things of wickedness in high places. I just say continue, persevere in prayer, persevere in worship, persevere in dancing, persevere in serving your God. It is warfare. You never know that as you worship him, what is taking place in the spirit, how it impacts nations. Hallelujah. He is calling his body to rise up in this hour to return wholeheartedly, put away the distractions, put away the things that keep us from positioning our hearts in prayer and in intercession, positioning our hearts towards him in supplication and petitions and weeping and that he is calling a remnant to return in this hour to continue building hallelujah persevere don't give up in this hour you never know how that will affect or what he'll do or how that plows the ground before you are sent out that intercession is the key to going out in the natural into regions but these things are preparation and so important in the kingdom and you're not doing it because you're perfect you're not doing it because you somehow earn that. No, you do it because you're called, you're chosen. It's his grace upon you. Thank you, Father. You are calling us in this season to continue what the Holy Spirit has birthed in us. He is calling us to continue to persevere, to consistently stand that our foundation is deeply rooted in our God. And knowing that he's with us, that there is a remnant that is returning in spirit and in truth in this hour. So we just thank you, Father. We thank you for these words. We thank you for stirring up in us that desire to seek you, that desire to draw close to you, to continue to worship and praise you. Seek your face in supplication day and night. Thank you for strengthening your watchmen on the wall that we would be mighty battle axes in the spirit, mighty arrows to continue in prayer and in intercession, knowing that these things in life are temporary, that Babylon falls and the things of the 
earth are temporary and they come down, but what is consistent, what truly matters is you, your kingdom, and continuing to seek you and your face, praying for our families, for our communities, for our region, standing in prayer to remove wickedness in high places, principalities. We know we wrestle not against flesh and blood, so we know that it is an awesome privilege, an awesome gift of grace that you have called us, chosen us to seek you, to continue in prayer, to continue to seek your face glory to God because you're such a righteous father. We give you praise and glory in Yeshua's mighty name. Amen. Thank you all for tuning in. I pray that this word has blessed you. I pray that it'll speak to you, that it'll encourage you and build you up in this hour. In Yeshua's name, amen.